And remember that we are not descended from fearful men. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Five, four, three. The Kellen and Alex Show. Zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. The Kellen and Alex Show. Wyatt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Bridget, thank you for uh, sitting in. And welcome to season six of the Kellen and Alex Show. Are we on season six? Season six. Season six? That's a long time coming. Dude. But we got a crazy podcast ahead. So, Wyatt, uh, we got some conspiracy theories to go through. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Or maybe not even theories. Maybe they're just proven. And Mm. uh, you're here to prove it to us. Uh, Yeah, there's there's a lot I can say. There's a lot I can't say. Um, You know... So to any of the CIA people listening out there, uh oh, uh, right. Before we before we started, CIA uh, we people, str- good. Uh, my full name is just Wyatt. Um, <laughs> I I want to get a job when I grow up. Yeah. Um, Social security number is actually my zip code. Yes, um, which I also can't reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before we started, it was just you know assumed among us, right? The uh, CIA definitely killed JFK. So. Mm. Did the CIA kill JFK? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That to me, okay, that to me seems like the most clear cut. uh, That to me, I did not think that that would be the case. Although I didn't know really what was going on at that time. So we don't have to lead with it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, Epstein didn't kill himself. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. (laughs) Like, for those, I guess everyone's audio. Um, I printed out a big uh, iceberg list of conspiracy theories, <laughs> and I crossed out a lot of them that we can't talk about. But um, hey, wait, hold on a second. Analogy here: an iceberg is ninety-seven percent underwater. Okay, so so you're giving this us three percent. Three percent better be good. No, a lot of a lot of stuff I'm, I know is like further down. Um, but the top stuff is like that's uh, the more commonly known stuff, and that's the kind of stuff that, like it's a little bit more sketchy. Um, but um, there's a lot of stuff about JFK. Like, like if you look further down, a lot of them is like JFK was the driver. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, or wait, wait, JFK. Well, was there was the a hologram driver? in the back. Or wait, J- and they had someone like with makeup with him, like that made it look like it was him in the back seat. Maybe a lot of them. I'm, a lot of them. Oh, actually, hold on a minute. <laughs> there was a hologram in the back. Maybe. Unconfirmed. <laughs> um, another one is JFK shot himself. Okay, you could go with Hitler too. There's a big one with Hitler at the very end in you know, Argentina. We don't know. He well, did been, he escape in an airplane, or did they kill him near the bunkers? Well, the, the Russians immediately like what buried him or something like that. Like the Russians were the ones who found Hitler when he killed himself in the bunker. Right? I have no I, idea. I'm pretty sure that they were the ones. So, and by the time the Americans got to Berlin and stuff, and like where's Hitler's body? It's like they said that he was already buried and stuff. So, anyways, it's a little bit sketchy. But yeah, <laughs> okay. So, all right, we got JFK as the driver. So, is the idea that he had like a, a double form in the back? I'm gonna be real with you. A lot of these are just like plainly jokes. Um, okay. yeah, but wait, wait, what double is what doubles willing to get assassinated? <laughs> a, good, a good one. Okay, all right. A topic we get to the level between conspiracy theories as entertainment and humor and like jokes and I don't I don't know like the usefulness of theories because to me like listening to someone like Alex Jones. Who's like my conspiracy? He's just like, he's just pure entertainment. He's just pure entertainment, yeah. Because he just messes wild. around, but he's also like right on a number of stuff. But he he also exaggerates almost everything. Yeah. So like conspiracies to me are like a fun entertainment 
but they can actually be like the worldview for people where basically everything is somehow hatched and plotted by masterminds somewhere that are, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do you think of that element of it? Uh, to be honest, I didn't, I don't really give that much, that much thought um, because I, just, I view them purely as entertainment. Um, like I, gr- I, <laughs> I, I grew up like reading conspiracy theories and stuff online. Cause I thought it was just like really funny and interesting. Um, I don't actually like buy into my, my, a lot of it's like, um, there's a lot of it's kind of like the possible, like people see like, Oh, it's possible that this could have happened. And it's like, yeah, but that possibility is extremely low. But even though if there's a possibility, people will believe it. It's not like taking like the extreme stance, mm-hmm. um, whether that's for comedic purposes or like they actually believe it. Do you think there are people that like spawn conspiracy theories just to see if people would believe them? Most definitely. Yes. Okay. Would you consider yourself one of those? Like, yes, would you yeah. ever launch? A you conspir- would uh, not, not in, like online. I, I launch. I, I mean, I, I tell like inside jokes, like uh, Jared and Elizabeth probably watching this. You know what I'm talking about? I've Jared and Elizabeth. I've been like fr- good friends with them for as long as they've been together at this point. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> good friends of ours by the way and yeah. uh, I always like like Elizabeth Jared's talking to a girl right now question mark um, and then uh, it's all like a clever inside joke uh, mm. earlier today I was talking to them they're like why they're always like why I love like the fake drama because it like alleviates the real drama it's like there's always this, you take the you make it like funny um, as opposed to like being so actually worrying if you had to uh Say there's a, a conspiracy that you find humorous and funny, but you actually think is pretty close to the truth. Like, are there any that are like that? We have to come back to that because I okay, yeah, that, yeah. that's a good one. Um, like where you would use it as kind of like ah ha ha, you know, yeah, JFK was the driver, unless, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you actually think it has some plausibility. Or the Denver airport stuff, which... Uh, I really don't know anything about that yeah. either. All I know I, is okay, that yeah, weird freaking horse in the front. Wyatt, maybe you could uh, illuminate that up, uh, that point for us. Because I've heard tons about this Denver airport. There's some subterranean something going on. Okay, so this is... Denver airport, I have to admit. I haven't researched it in like a few months. But um, from what I remember, there's a lot of things. And it's not helped by the fact that... Um, they're, they now have like ads up in the airport that have like pictures of like reptilians and stuff. And it's like nothing's going on here, and it's like clearly like tongue in cheek. Um, but <laughs> is, Bridget, there, is there paranormal stuff going on near the airport? I don't know if there's like it, I could like I'm, I'd be butchering this horribly. Um, but I know for a fact the first thing is Bridget mentioned it was um or maybe it was you. It was like the the big horse statue outside. They call it, I think it's called Big Blue or something. Oh, the Bronco. Or yeah, don't else? don't worry if you're butchering it. You're just creating another theory. Yeah, yeah. This is the <laughs> um, brand new. And its eye glows at night, and like there's it glows red, yes, or is it, it orange? Does. It glows red, red. Oh, yeah, it's and the red. horse is blue. Um, yeah, yeah. That's very important. Um, and there's said that like um, ears possessed, or like there's. Oh wait, I think they're putting it up in the sculptor. Like its head fell off and killed the sculptor. Oh, what? that's right. That's Wait, right. Are you serious? Yes, yes. Yeah. No, no, that's true. That's no. it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's the that, head yeah. Fell off the head fell the off sculptor. and it killed the sculptor. And, and oh, yeah, go. that's that's. I remember what the heck was. There's something with the sculptor. Something happened with him. Oh, the head fell off and killed him. And then they buried him inside the sculptor. <laughs> inside the uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. That's yeah. right. I remember that. No, that's wild. Um, and our one is, I remember correctly, or if I remember correctly. There is, they built like an airplane hangar, like underground, 
and they, they sealed it off. So there's like a big empty room down there. That, I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, what what was the purpose? Was it like military something or just I, hangar? Or? I don't know, but that spawned like a lot of conspiracy theories. Okay. Yeah. Um, then here's here's a dumb one. They're 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 uh, airstrips that go off of it. They go off in the four directions, and then like they have branching ones. So a lot of people are like, "Oh, it looks like a swastika. It's horrible." But of course, you doing that, you ignore the fact that airports need to have airstrips going off in the four directions that planes can take off with the wind um, or against oh, right, the yeah. wind mm-hmm. um, where they need to go. Oh, okay, I can buy. It. Okay, so the hangar thing, like Denver has a huge uh, air force base there. Well, Aurora, which is like they're both they're like Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, so I can see how like the Denver. Uh, you know, airport would be influenced by some military stuff. It's kind of like that Area 51 type of stuff, you know? Like, yeah. It's a military base. There might be some weird stuff there. The Area 51 raid? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Was, how long Colin, ago was that? that? When was that? The Area 51 raid? That was... Oh, uh, I remember that. All those 20, guys, all those that, guys no, went over there right? and they tried to storm it and then the United States Air Force says, we'll like light you up if you get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were doing like a Naruto run. And <laughs> yeah. I feel so long ago. I don't... It does. Was that 2020? I think so, yeah. I think so. So there's a dedication capstone in the Denver airport. And um, this is what it says. This is really strange. It has like a Mason symbol on it or something. It says in the great hall of DIA, there is a plaque that is a dedication. That is a dedication to the airport on it. You might think that the main contributors to the airport might have been the city of Denver or the state of Colorado. However, the first name listed on the stone as a contributor is an organization called the new world airport commission. Ooh. Ooh. This might not seem odd the to the NWA. casual observer, the but with a little research, <laughs> you will find that no organization exists or has existed with that name. Oh, shoot. Maybe that was their first sponsorship, and then they went defunct. <laughs> <laughs> we spent all our money on the sponsorship. and <laughs> Tunnels and underground buildings. So okay. outspoken In people Denver. who claim to have gone down many levels under D- oh, Denver DIA and have to have seen, uh, seen the tunnels firsthand. Mm, they look oh, really geez. freaky. That connects to another one. Okay, R- repti- Okay, well, let's go to the connection first. Uh, Disneyland um, underground tunnels. Uh, yes, which is just fact. Yeah, they have underground tunnels, and they are the the purpose, supposed purpose of them is for the cast members because in Disney they really take that seriously, like the immersion. Um, yes, but they have an entire like uh, scientific. They have an entire like scientific like research thing about the color of paint they use for trash cans so people look over them and they don't notice the trash cans um hmm. so you just kind of you don't see them they, they like blend into the background it's like this weird like off color of green um but it's gonna be creepy pastas but there's theories <laughs> like like um there's like weird um executive only events down there in the tunnels that normal uh civilian or i guess park guests don't even know about or so walking over um, or child abduction. <laughs> I read that there was uh, something about hosting Area 51 or something. Like they have um, at Disney. What are you? What are you talking? Oh about? no, I thought you were still talking about Denver. No, oh Denver. Yeah, uh, no, we're on. We're on Disney. Oh now. shoot, I thought yeah, you were talking yeah, about Denver. Tunnels. So wait, wait. So magic there's tunnels. You know. <laughs> okay, that's All strange. The magic uh, yeah. Okay, the weirdest Disney thing, or the worst in Florida, there was a. It was like five years ago or something where a kid got eaten by a crocodile. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. In the you park. guys hear about that? Yeah. 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 That was really bad. That was the, how does that happen? Uh, okay. Florida, man. So I don't so I don't understand. This is something that I don't understand is if they have an area where there's alligators, aren't there fences around everything? 
How could a child get into where the alligator? That doesn't make any sense okay. to me. I have uh, insight on this. Um, so uh, at Disney World, um, they count the, the park and then out like past the front gate of the park, there's this giant lake. And around the giant lake is a bunch of like their resorts. So um, mm-hmm. there's like the Polynesian Resort. There's like this big fancy one. The Grand Floridian. And, yeah, that's the yep. Grand Floridian. We've stayed there before. It's really nice. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's like a big one where like the monorail. There's a monorail connecting all of it. And the monorail goes like through the middle of the building. Um, but basically, yeah. while you're at the Grand Floridian and like you, you can just walk like down the path because there's a path that goes all the way around the lake. And after you get past like the hotel, it's just like it's the, there's a path and then there's water. Um, oh, wow. So there's alligators there. So um, whenever we would try like whenever we walked around the lake, our mom would be like, we really like. Don't don't get too close to the water because yeah, they're, right. they're, they're alligators. Um, Just go up and snap you up. Dang, that's not uh, good. To return some more uh, conspiracy-minded things. Uh, so, do you, okay, maybe let, let's go to the far end. Mm. The most far-fetched. Like, pure entertainment. This is just stupid. What do you got? Um, let's look at my sheet. <laughs> <laughs> you came prepared today, bud. Yeah. Got a dossier of... Uh... Um. Okay. Probably conspiracy theory wise, there's something called uh, Nibiru or N I B I R U, um, and it was I believe it was like 2012. It was supposed to happen. It was like end of the world type stuff. Okay. Basically, it was like a theory that this planet called Nibiru was gonna collide with the Earth, and that's how the world's gonna end. Um, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> how do you even? <laughs> how do you okay, even what, come what up with that? What planet did they identify as? Nibiru, whatever. I, I don't they, even know. I don't think they. I don't think they ever did. Somebody just said it, and people win with it. It's gonna go. It's, gonna, it's the end. It's kind of like a you know like Heaven's Gate. Yes, Armageddon. Oh, yeah, Armageddon. Yeah. He- Heaven's Gate's kind of yeah. kind of crazy one. That was actually not terribly far from where my house was. Well, uh, Heaven's Gate. Is, what's yeah. that? It's another uh, real thing. Yeah. Well, so, what is it? So the, it was uh, Haley's Comet, right? Uh, yes, that was that's coming once close, a year, right? Yeah, it was coming close to Earth, and this guy was like massively wealthy, like Colt head or whatever heaven's gate and he had a house in rancho santa fe which is north of where we are oh, like the most fancy fancy place in san diego huge complex and they were all going to commit mass suicide because they believed there was an alien ufo behind haley's <laughs> comet that was going to come down to earth oh, come on suck up their dead bodies and take them to the next you know yeah. planet life whatever please don't but tell they me they, actually, dead. they didn't kill themselves they all they, killed themselves I, wait are you serious yep, yeah, they did. yeah because their their theory was this kind of leads into descartes what? but um it was <laughs> <laughs> this leads to descartes yeah. um, there's they viewed the body or the human body as like it's more like a vessel um so they kind of you know they believe in the soul and everything so it was like we just need to leave the vessel and go up to the space uh, ship that will take us to you uh, can't be serious that they all killed themselves yeah they did and how many people i don't know a lot like it was like a lot yeah, was i don't remember who number. this well, rich wealthy guy came Colts, up with dude. the idea yeah, crazy cult and people just joined him death cult type thing yeah. okay yeah. i'm sorry i have to look this up really quick because this is freaking me out yeah no it was it was a big deal it was uh 90s something like that 80s even i it was pretty old i mean it's not not very recent there's mm-hmm. other wild stuff but yeah, that's where like, well, I mean, that's where like the theory, I don't know, conspiracies are kind of a weird thing to categorize because, at least in my mind, because, you know, they had the whole like, okay, so like a, a modern one, one you could say, the uh, inv- Ivermectin horse dewormer stuff, you know, like uh, the, how could I put it? 
Well, you know, like that, like that was going to be one of the one of the ways people would solve COVID is you could use the uh, ivermectin stuff, right? Marshall uh, and White. There's a whole theory around it that like this will work or whatever, and some people basically just declared it a conspiracy theory, which was really weird. Right, like hydroxychloroquine and like yeah, hydroxychloroquine the, the, the and that type of guy, stuff. The my pillow guy is like, Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the my pillow guy that he's like a conspiracy to to get the hydroxychloroquine to everyone. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, even using conspiracy in such a, a, the loosest sense possible that like, okay, or, or or accusing like, let's say the medical community of being in a conspiracy with the government to not like conspiracies like big, hatching a plot. Big pharma. Yeah. At what point is it conspiracy and more of just like, it's like yeah, a theory about how people are, operate at yeah. the end of the day? I mean, that's what you're what you're saying, right? Yeah. Um, it, gets, it gets messy <laughs> trying to figure that out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, because it gets lobbed at a lot of people that that's a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy. And, and, and it seems like some people have conspiracy as like their whole world worldview is that there's some people who are plotting their destruction. Yes. And there's that. And then okay, there's two there's two paths here. The first one is there's people who um, who are like that. The conspiracy theories are their whole worldview. And then like people they know who also know it because they all like kind of flock together because they all believe the same thing. They're like happened to die coincidentally by something that's like oh my gosh they were silenced um this just furthers their view and like entrenches them into their views mm. um the second view is another like i guess paranoid it's like gang stalking that's like a, a really real thing that's kind of like it's what is it called again gang stalking it's a it's, gang stalking yeah a gang like g-a-n-g oh. stalking um it's kind of sad actually yeah um it's people uh with like severe anxiety it's 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 kind of like they they're like oh there's a red car behind me and then like there's another red car after that car like turns like, another turn there's another red car and like oh there's people outside that's not the mailman he's someone's stalking me it's like there's everyone they suspect everyone like schizophrenic like, people yeah yeah um it's kind of like severe like anxiety like leading some thinking like they're being like stalked by people and then like it leads to like these horrible situations um mm-hmm. and, it, and it seems like conspiracy theories like grow up when people feel disillusioned with authority, like when they look at authorities and they think like, there's something fishy here, you know, like the CIA must have killed JFK, regardless yeah. of if they did or not. Like, yeah, you know, th- you could see that conspiracy theories become, they almost become the, how would you put it? Like, okay, who did kill JFK? I mean, we could, we could go through at a certain point it's a judgment call where each person's like, okay, I think the CIA did it, or I think Oswald was on his own. Right. And each person's making this judgment. But if there's such a distrust in the official narrative regarding like the death of JFK, then the conspiracy theory just becomes the general fact of how people think about the death of JFK. Right. So it's not it's no longer theory. It's just what people believe about it. You know? Yeah. Um, and I wonder if it, it's something about us now that we have so, so much more trust in like the U.S. government that it's like the official narrative that like people don't look into stories like JFK. I don't know, like the relation of conspiracy with authorities, like because your worldview is kind of you're saying your right. worldview is shattered by the yeah. fact that like some people are plotting for you to be um, have some falsehood, whatever. I'm over philosophizing this. But <laughs> so, yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to do people trust the government or not? It's like, it's, do you trust it's what looking, people are telling you? It's looking at people who have positions of power. Yeah, like they are the ones that a lot of the great conspiracies make for JFK's assassination. I mean, 
I think we've had three presidents assassinated, right? Lincoln, JFK, and I don't know who the other one was. There were some like, oh, I was that, it was, gilded age person, Gar, Gar, Garfield, 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 yeah, Garfield. yeah, yeah. Um, he was well, like assassinated at a train station, by like someone was hiding in the women's bathroom, and they came out and shot him or something. Um, okay, how about Ronald Reagan's attempted murder? Uh, you know, like when when the person like shot him or whatever, and he he lived. You think I was just random? I never even heard of that. You haven't? I, okay, I, I no. haven't heard of it either. Also, what oh, uh, John Paul II, you know, also got attempted assassinated. I looked into which John- is wild to look at. Yeah, or looked, to think about. Well, he did. Well, somebody shot him, then he forgave him, right? <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a Turkish guy, right? Yeah, he was I'm Turkish, sure, I yeah. think. Yeah, he ended up in like the Vatican prison. Which yeah. I guess would be one of the most <laughs> the best prisons to be get put in. You know, <laughs> there's something there's something to be said here about uh, JP one. Okay. Okay. Please let's spend some time on this. Okay. All right. Uh, John Paul one. Yes. I don't even know one. who that is. Who's John Paul one? He there's a, there's a he reason, lived for like there's 10 a good months. reason you don't. Um, he lived for ten months. He would, oh, sorry. He, <laughs> ten months is pope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He he was pope for thirty three days. Oh, that's right. Oh, sorry. Wait, sorry. What? what happened? Days. Yeah. So oh, how how far before I, this I was admit, John Paul II? I don't know like, all the details, but basically or after the the summary of the events was JP JP one um, became pope, and then after thirty three days he died. Um, what the heck? I think he died of some like sickness or whatever. Uh, but, like the last person that talked to him, like the day before he died, I don't remember exactly how he died, but um, they kind of just found him and. It was a this cardinal, um, and apparently JP or allegedly JP one threatened the cardinal. He's going to take away like some of his power or something. And then um, the next day, JP one was found dead in his room. And it's kind of a little bit fishy that yeah. There were some weird circumstances too that I I remember from different books and stuff that like he was somewhat ill, and then people prescribed him all this different type of stuff, and then he had like a number of medicines that were missing and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden the next day, he's just like straight up dead. Maybe he overdosed. Yeah. uh, Well, no one really, yeah, no one really knows. Does anybody know? Does anybody know what happened? But 33 days, that's pretty quick. And and there weren't any like super underlying issues. You know, which you would. If you're 33 days, how could he? And he wasn't terribly How could he already establish a bad relationship with the Cardinal in 33 days? I mean, what kind of power was he threatening to take away? I mean, what, what was going on here? Because well, uh, thirty-three days seems like seems like he would be in office for two years, and then this deve- this bad relationship started to develop. They probably knew him as a cardinal well, before the, that. Yeah, you know? the theory I guess stands in that um, in order for that to happen, I guess the theory this is purely a theory. Just so you, um, CIA man and uh, Vatican man. Um, <laughs> I guess that there would be something going on behind the scenes at the Vatican that is known by the higher ups. But the popes who are elected are in on it, so they don't chose to go against it. And then this man, um, maybe uh, allegedly, or I guess uh, he would um, have realized the wrongdoings that are happening and then threatened to stop it. And then uh, in, in the interest of those who are involved in nefarious acts, um, he would be silenced. Okay. Jeez. It's, you, know, you know what's crazy? Maybe maybe it's just because my historical timelines are off, but doesn't it seem like that like sixties, seventies, eighties, like like everyone was getting assassinated or shot or somehow like yeah okay it was now here's a conspiracy theory I know pretty well okay Barack Obama's dad and mom 
Have you heard much about this? Have no. you guys heard one much of his, about this? One of his dad. I mean, this verified. His okay. dad, one of his parents was All from right, Africa, I got, I got right? A, I got a yarn to, to Was born in weave. Africa? Uh, what's that? One of his parents was born in okay, Africa, right? So, uh, Barack Obama's mom, uh, Anne, I think is her name. Uh, she went to the East West Center in Hawaii, and which is a CIA like cover up for basically they would train people in Hawaii for getting sent to to Asia, and uh, she was doing like I don't know international relations or something like that, and uh, she was in a Russian language class when she met Barack uh, Hussein Obama Senior, who was Russian from Kenya. Language. Yeah, who was from Kenya, and he was uh, known to Joma Kenyatta's presidency and his whole. Joma Kenyatta was like, I actually know a lot about Kenyan history too because he's been I went to there Kenya. for a little while. I was there for about three months. Oh, sweet. So when Kenya got independence, uh, the Joma Kenyatta party, Kenya is made up of like tons and tons of different tribes, and uh, there were three tribes that are kind of the main, like the big ones that have the most people: the um, the Kisumu, and then the. Um, Oh, I'm forgetting the main one. Anyways, it starts with a U. But Joma Kenyatta was part of that one tribe and they got the presidency. But Kenya was really in tough relations because like he, Joma Kenyatta, the first president of Kenya, favored his own tribe more than all the other ones. And Barack Hussein Obama was part of that tribe that Joma Kenyatta was on. So he was trusted by Joma Kenyatta and stuff. Well, if I'm correct that the CIA recruited him, they were looking for people within the Joma Kenyatta presidency to join, be part of the CIA, and then eventually go back to Kenya. <clears throat> so Barack Hussein Obama uh, goes to uh, university in Honolulu at the East-West Center and at a Russian language class, which is like, why would you take a Russian language class unless you're in the CIA? At least in my opinion. I mean, was it anyways. open to the? It was open to the public? To no, I mean, language? the only people who were there are basically CIA ops. But... Um, so they met each other in a Russian language class in Honolulu. Both are being were in the CIA at that point. And then um, then they get married for a little while. They have Barack Obama, Barack Obama Jr. And uh, Anne, his mother, they end up divorcing Barack Obama Sr. She goes to Indonesia and is uh, instrumental in the Indonesian coup, which is really wild. She actually played. So the CIA actually assassinated the Indonesian president. At the time, because he was leaning towards communism, and they replaced that. You guys can look that up. It's it's like crazy. That story sounds that. wild. Barack Obama Senior went back to Kenya and got involved in the Joma Kenyatta presidency and became the treasurer, like the actual treasurer of Kenya. He was involved in three major, potentially fatal car accidents over the span of about fifteen years. Whoa. Yep, and the first one. Uh, nearly killed him, put him in the hospital. And, uh, and then later on he got in another car accident and it wasn't drunk driving or anything like that. It was just like car accident. That one, he was totally fine. And then the last one killed him. And that was about 10 years after he had left us and went back to, to Kenya to be a part of it. Uh, and car accidents are like one of the most known ways you can basically assassinate someone. So, um, does that mean anything about Barack Obama jr.? Do you guys remember there was the whole birther thing? Like, was he born in Kenya? Yeah, or was yeah, he born yeah. here or whatever? Yeah. So like, the conspiracy is that he, his dad is actually yeah. Frank Marshall Davis, who is a who is communist in... Uh, dude, I know conspiracy. <laughs> <He was laughs> Frank a, Marshall Davis? He was a writer and communist kind of outcast type of guy, professor guy, who lived in... Who was in Honolulu at the same time as Anne, 
they actually had an affair, but uh, the whole thing was that the conspiracy was that, you know, they, you know, he was actually born in Kenya, but that wasn't the actual conspiracy. That was actually just like to hold up the fact that Frank Marshall Davis was his actual dad, but that's not actually true because his real dad was Barack Obama Sr. So was he born okay. in the United States So or the not? only thing that proves out of that whole thing is both of his parents were CIA and... Okay, yeah. So so you can't really go... You can't extrapolate past that. I mean, he went to Harvard. He's a brilliant guy and he ended up becoming president. Wait, wait, and very so influential. Gonna, but he had, he had CIA roots. Where was so. he born, Barack Obama? Hawaii. He was born in Hawaii, right? Yeah. So technically, American. that's... That is, yeah. That's the States. Um, dang. Because one of your parents has to be born in the United States, right? Not Or do both have to be? You just have to be born in the United States. It doesn't matter if your parents are, oh, I thought, or are not citizens. Oh, really? Yeah, as long as oh, you're born okay. here. Especially for president. Yeah, okay. So anyways, I derailed it for that conspiracy theory. But oh, yeah. anyways, so, that's yeah, around yeah. the whole birth of uh, Obama part of that. Oh, yeah. I remember watching a movie a while ago. It featured like Malik Obama. It was like his brother. Um, I, I don't remember how long. This is like. One of those memories you have, like when you're a lot younger, um, and it's kind of like just, it's just like a flash. And it's like I remember watching like um, Leak Obama like in a village explaining something. It was like one of those movies surrounding Obama's birth or whatever. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, speaking of like CIA assassinations, um, that's a great topic. Um, it's a it's a crazy topic. There's yeah. you know about Philo Castro and like the. Several hundred failed attempts. Dude, they try to kill that guy so many times. <laughs> yeah, oh Castro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had like yeah. one yeah. where um, they're like, oh, let's let's uh, let's get this really shiny shell and like fill it with tons of explosives and then like put it on the bottom of like this lake. And then when Fidel Castro goes diving for the first time, he'll see it. He'll go pick up the shiny shell and then. <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, no. Wait, they actually did that? Yeah. All, all of these, like, all of these failed. Um, That's weird. They're like, what, let's, uh, then, like, before, like, they are outright, outright trying to kill him, they're just, like, trying to get him out of power. Like, uh, what makes a man, like, look, uh, like, manly and, like, um, like someone you want to, like, follow? Um, it's, like, facial hair and everything. So, like, they laced his, like, sh- uh, these shoes with, like, this kind of, this chemical that, like, um, will make your hair fall out. Um, and they left it. What? They left it at this resort that he was going to go to, or something, or like this hotel or, or place he was going to stay at. Um, and then uh, whatever happened, his plans changed, and he didn't end up going. So that didn't happen. But there's so many like weird ways they try to do it, and then like eventually they tried to, they started trying to kill him, and then like there's like, a lot of failed attempts. Um, you CIA has tried to kill a lot of people. And and that just sets up conspiracy I, okay. after conspiracy. This have you guys seen the uh it's declassified now, but it the CIA's way to assassinate and the difference between a, a safe assassination, uh like okay. That sounds interesting. What yeah. Maybe let's go on a different conspiracy and I'll come back to it because I gotta find it. Okay. Um pull one out. Um the moon landing. Yeah, there's there's not a lot to that. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what the conspiracy is. What is that conspiracy? Uh, well, the conspiracy is that it didn't happen because people are like, oh my god, oh that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, Jared made a great funny one, um, which was that, um, or he brought up a funny one, which was that the moon landing was faked, um, and I believe it was J.J. Abrams or maybe some some like famous director uh, was contracted to, um film it however he was such a perfectionist that he made them go to the moon to film it 
Um, I mean, oh, theory's proven. Uh, we have been to the moon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another big conspiracy. This one's kind of interesting. Um, the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Um, the Mad Gasser of Mattoon? The Mad Gasser of Mattoon. What's, what's Mattoon? Uh, it's a town, I believe, in Europe. Um, and basically, Mad a few hundred years ago, maybe. Um, are we talking 1800s? about like bad digestion or what are we? Um, gas attacks. Gas There's, attacks, okay. It's also leading to mass hysteria, which is another really big thing I can talk about. But the Mad Gasser of Mattoon, basically in this town, um, there people started like getting like attacked and like passing out. And like before they passed out, they'd see like a guy like running around with a gas mask and like a cape. Um, and like oh, they, they'd like geez. see some gas surrounding them or whatever, and they'd fall asleep or they'd pass out. And so as like it happened to more and more people, it was like, oh my gosh. This is the mad gas room between there's this there's this crazy man running around like throwing gas at people and like knocking them out. Um did and he kill them or did he just leave them knocked out? I don't know if anyone died, but like at, at past a point, it, this literally leads into mass hysteria. There's like no real proof that it, it happened. So it was like either no. people are making it up or like it's just like a fit of hysteria, um, which has precedent because mass hysteria is like a big thing. Like there's the dancing plague, which was like I think fifteen hundreds. The um, dancing plague? Yeah. Um, Do also, people forget how to dance? No. It, this also leads into the Pied Piper. Um, but the Dancing Plague, <laughs> um, basically, just randomly, um, someone like started dancing, and then they couldn't stop for some reason. And then people near them started dancing, and like basically everyone was dancing, and they couldn't stop, and like people started dying because they were like of exhaustion. What um, the heck? And it was like it was a fit of mass hysteria, essentially. Um, but it's brought on by like chemicals found in plants or anything. Um, you know like, what? There must be a science behind mass hysteria. There, uh, there is a way of of creating that, and there's a yes, science to it. Yes, um, that's where. Uh, well, yes. Wait, I think maybe it's a Black Mirror episode. Um, but uh, the Pied Piper. Maybe this is less of going off what you were saying, but it's more mass hysteria where it's like the Pied. Well, it's. Pied Piper's story isn't very complex. It's like the guy shows up, he's like, I'll get rid of the rats, you pay me. And the people are like, okay, yeah, sure. And then they go back to playing how to get rid of the rats. And the the Pied Piper goes and gets rid of the rats. And he comes back and he's like, hey, I got rid of them. Everyone's like shocked. He's like, okay, haha, we're not going to pay you. Go get lost. And so the Pied Piper's like, okay, haha. And then he goes and he kidnaps all their kids. And, and <laughs> in, the original, elevated. in the original tale, like he makes them all run off a cliff and die. Um, oh. Uh, and so, oh, that's why it's, I've paid the pod piper. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, I guess this one, there's also multiple interpretations. Um, the first one is mass hysteria where it's like, oh my gosh, um, all these kids randomly got up and killed themselves. Um, the second one is that it's just the way, I guess it's, it's sort of, you draw allusions to Beowulf and like, and have you seen the 13th warrior? Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, is that a movie? Yes, it's a movie. What's about, it called? Uh, the Thirteenth Warrior. Thirteenth Warrior. Yeah, it's a interpretation of Beowulf, where like instead of like dragons and like um, monsters like Grendel, they're like uh, troglodytes, and the the dragon is like a line of uh, barbarians on horseback with like torches. Um, so oh, it's like a giant fireworm, but it's just like a bunch of people on horses. Um, but it's basically the way stories get twisted as time goes on into like more uh, mythological. So instead of um, the children being uh, magically enchanted by this crazy pipe guy um, or flute player, um, they just like 
random or I guess the younger generation decided to move off and start their own town. And then as years went by, I was like, oh my gosh, this entire generation disappeared. Um, they were tricked by, they were killed by this evil piper or whatever. <laughs> Jeez, dude. That's um, crazy. There's so many out there. I'd, I've never really looked into conspiracy this is, theories. This is, uh, I've heard of them, but I've never done really research on anything. I was looking at the Heaven's Gate and it said on the history.com, the cult of cults. Yeah. Like that's actually freaky. I know. People this is, this is, in a high, see the weird thing is like, I can see if it was kind of done in a suburb or like a, bad area of San Diego or something. But the fact that it was done in the highest, the high end of the areas in a rich house, like somebody had some power behind that. And I don't know how you gain followers because those people that you get must be out of their minds already. Because yeah. There's no way that you can really persuade somebody if it's that crazy. A lot of it is people who are like on the edge, like like their lives have yeah. kind of like gone downhill to the point where like they have nothing left. And it's like, they just need something like concrete to grasp onto um but then again, like these these stuff i've covered so far it's it's pun intended it's just the tip of the iceberg there's so much stuff um actually if like you i guess oh, these are all my friends um if you're all interested there's a youtuber by the name of wendigoon um it's like wendigo i've heard of wendigoon yeah <laughs> oh, oh i think i've seen some videos he, wendigo he, that's the that's another one native uh, american freaking weird creature i have right? stuff to talk about him too um but wendigoon it's like christian Sunday school teacher who makes it has a YouTube channel and he covers a very similar iceberg to the one I printed out. And like he's hours and hours of videos on it. And it's like from a Christian perspective. So it's super interesting. Um, but when to go, that's like, that's more, that's folklore. Okay. This is crazy. My friend Daniel back home, he had a dream. It was, this was like a month ago. He had a dream and I was in his dream and he was like out in the middle of the woods somewhere and his house was nearby. But all of a sudden I started screaming for no reason. And he was like, Kellen, stop talking. He's calm down. And all of a sudden I screamed again and a Wendigo came out and like ate Daniel alive. Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> ate him alive. A list of other topics I can talk about. And, uh, oh. and he had sleep paralysis from oh that. Gosh. Okay. So, you know what's really weird with sleep paralysis? Like, if you ever actually just look up sleep paralysis, it's almost like there's a demon in the room. Isn't it weird how they like always associate it? Yeah, with like demons and stuff. There's there's something like that's there that's weird. Shadow people. That's that that's thing. really they associate sleep paralysis with like demons because you're like stuck in a state. It's not going to be like an angel because mm. you know why you wouldn't be freaked out. Well, the medieval interpretation of sleep paralysis was um, the incubus or the succubus, um, depending on which one. Um, but basically it was like a demon like paralyzed you and they'd like sit on, or I think the incubus, like, when you have sleep paralysis, like you feel like there's something on your chest and yeah, you can't right. move. Um, and so the medieval interpretation was like, oh, the, the demon is sitting on your chest and it's like, it's feeding on your soul essentially. It's the same thing as succubus except well, female demon. Um, sleep paralysis, it's, it's something I haven't experienced, something I don't want to experience. No, yeah, I've I never had it. I haven't either. Apparently, I, something I don't want to experience. More likely to have it happen. Um, uh, yeah, it's. I heard that it's it's really scary because like, for one, you can't. It's move. so weird. Yeah. How can you not move? I'll have to, you know. But, yeah, but you're like, conscious. You're, you're, you're conscious. Your asleep, but your brain's awake. Yeah, and that's I guess, scary. It's because your eyes are like the closest to your brain. You have that control of them first, and then oh. like, it kind of branches out over time, maybe. Dude, you're a man who's prepared. This is a lot Dude, of topics. Yeah, oh my god! This is from when I was doing stuff I've never even like heard of. That's from when I was prepping the horror club. Smiley face. Oh, the, the smiley face murders. That's <laughs> smiley face murders. This is a good conspiracy. Oh, Dude, that sounds like a good thing I could 
feast on. I, I know. Do you want to go to Smiley Face Murders Cafe? Yeah, man. Let's go. Those little tear tots of the smiley faces. Yeah, dude. Um, but that's the theory. So basically, um, a lot of unexplained. The connection is that there is a bunch of around the states, a bunch of young um, men who died kind of unexplainedly just drowning in bodies of water where realistically he wouldn't drown in. So they fell into like a small creek or like a small stream and then they drowned. Um, or like that's the weird connection. It's like they're all like that. And so someone saw like that weird um like kind of thing that connects all of them and then they're like near all of the unexplained drownings um there's a, a piece of smiley face graffiti in some form oh that's weird but then again this leads into i guess that's freaking weird the whole conspiracy can you imagine this is, this like in america can you imagine yeah. like seeing that on a tree next to the body oh dude that's and weird drown in a place where you wouldn't drown oh that's That'd weird oh Dude, the thing, the thing is though, um, that's like the most common form of graffiti ever. It's a smiley face, um, which is why this it is, is also yeah, really? it is. It's like the easy. It's like the human face. Just is a, like two dun, dots, dun, dun, two dots, and smiley. It's like if like it's like the most replicated, one of the most replicated, like just pieces of art. Like was face. it a real thing? Did did uh, did they people find proven. bodies and there was smiley face? Yes. Like, um, but oh that was, but like, shoot! At the same time, it's like there are. I mean. Were, were the bodies like stabbed? Like were they beaten? No, they, there was nothing on them. They, they just were dead. They're just drowned, like in water. And so the idea is that wait, wait. So is they it, weren't. Were they ruled murders then? No, they're ruled uh, accident. accidents. Um, and but like, so drowned in like I, how small creeks are we talking about? You know, like I I don't know the specifics. Okay. But the theory is that like oh there's the, either there's just like one really super prolific serial killer who's doing this. Or alternatively, it's a group of serial killers who are doing this. But realistically, it's probably just these people just happen to accidentally die. And then there's because they're all kind of like semi-urban. Um, so it's like there's buildings. It's like not really the best area. Of course, there's going to be graffiti. It's like the most. Oh, OK. Yeah, um, that makes sense. This There's another similar thing, which is. Uh, let's see. Wait. Missing 411, which is basically it's I think it's like the. I forget what the, the tagline is, but it's like one of like the biggest like basically the national parks in America there's a lot of people going missing um oh that's right really? that's that's yeah. going on right now right yes um yeah and missing 411 i believe is a book um that someone wrote as about 411 missing case missing persons cases that have like strange circumstances surrounding them um and like there's a lot of really interesting stuff like i think there's creepy pastas about it you can, you can look up they're also super interesting just to listen to but of course that's obviously fiction um but the problem with i guess there's another thing that it's kind of like drawing a line between fiction and reality and conspiracy theories and what's actually real is it's really easy to get lost in the wild um, people get lost yeah. all the time. Even like professional like rangers, like you don't stay off the path. And if you do get off the path, you stay still. It's like the hardest thing to do if you're lost in a forest. But if you do get lost in a forest, you don't move. You people make a mistake of keep going, think they can find a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so realistically, what happens is like people go missing, and then like, oh my gosh, some weird thing happened. Um, or like this this thing could have happened to them, and they could have been like, um, got by some horrible monster or whatever, and then. They just went missing or whatever. Do you yeah. know Mr. Ballin? Uh, Have you ever seen Mr. Ballin on I've YouTube? He tells the craziest, but they're true stories. Oh, my brother. My brother brought him up to me. Dude, watch him because they're they're all true, the stories that he tells. There was this one story where there was this kid that was going to Arizona State or something. And, you know, the Colorado River, 
is down there. Grand Canyon. Yeah. And he was hiking and because of the terrain of the area, you know, it's very mountainous and things like that. Well, he got lost off a path. He thought that there was this certain way and he went that way, but it was actually not the right way to go. And so he got, eventually he was running out, he ran out of water and he needed something to drink. And so he saw the river, but to get down to the river, he had to go down like these crevices, these, I don't know if it's a, what's a crevice again? Crevice is like a, a crack in a rock, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he had to go down like these scale, these little mountain cliffs to get down to it. And there's no way to get back up, but he eventually, he had to go down like four and he got down three. And then the fourth one was way too steep. He would have died. So he couldn't go back and he just was there and he died. He couldn't go anywhere. So it, yeah, it's the stuff that he tells is, is true. And then I also saw this other one where there's this like Japan, you know, the suicide forest. That's, that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some other stuff that he saw where there was like some really weird circumstances. Like some people went down a path and nobody ever found them. And there's, there's no real way that you couldn't find them because if you have a helicopter, you can search every region Yeah, and they still didn't find them. And people made like help signs and like, well, they would have died, right? Even if they were going to die, they would have elected to die right next to the sign. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's some or really weird last, stuff. Once yeah. you reach that level of desperation where like you're yeah. about to die, that's when the the deep sea like the all the advice kind of goes out the window. Like they always say, like, stay where you are. But like it's once insanity. you get that close, like your last chance to sorry. Uh, your last like survival instincts like move. Like go find help. Yeah, yeah keep going. Yeah. Um, okay, switch gears. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian. Don't know much about this one? Are you Oh, come on. Bohemian Grove? Oh, that's a real thing. Okay, well... That's a real about, thing? How about I well, say... We, we, we can talk about what, real things. It doesn't matter. I know about it, and then you can keep going as much as you want on it. And this is only because I've listened to Alex Jones a good bit. Yeah. Um, so, Bohemian Grove, from what I remember, is it's related to uh, that military camp, right? Like Camp David or something like that? Isn't it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Well... Basically, like super wealthy Americans and also super wealthy European people, and also like politicians. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Johnson and even like after him, they would go to this place called the Bohemian Grove, and there's this enormous, like, owl statue. Yeah, okay. Why well, just confirm this for me? Enormous owl statue, and there's videos. Like old old style videos of basically them them doing these rituals, and they're really creepy rituals. Just like you know, breathe, spirit of the great hell, oh, and you have like oh, world leaders there. Like I'm not kidding. World okay, that's scary. And that's all scary. This type of stuff. That's and weird. There's some weird homosexual stuff going on, you know. And then there's <laughs> um and and also I think they like sacrifice animals and stuff like that. Um, but sure. that's the extent of my knowledge. Uh, so Wyatt, uh, wait, wait, that uh, hold on, hold on. So the, our president Johnson, Andrew Johnson. Okay, let, let's go through who. Uh, no, no, no. Um, Lyndon B. Johnson, right? Did he go there? And it was. Let's go know. through what allegedly, alleged, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly is on Wikipedia. Right wait, now. wait, so wait. So you know this story, the Bohemian? Uh, I know, I know about this alleged. A bohemian grove. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear and, it. I'm excited for uh, this Allegedly, one. Owl a statue. lot of billionaires and world leaders go to this place called Bohemian Grove. Is it still going now or is it? I'm not sure. Um, but 
allegedly they go there and they do all kinds of satanic rituals and stuff. Um, what the heck? World lead? Okay, that doesn't make sense. Allegedly, there's a picture on Wikipedia of a bunch of pe- uh, well-known figures there um, oh, in, like- in front of the giant owl statue. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I, it's located in Virginia? Mm-hmm. Like wait, wait, wait. Like, it's in the United States? Oh, it's in California. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. it in, might be in San Francisco. This actually. place is in the United States? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, wait, hold so on. Bohemian Grove is a place weirdest, in. It's in Sonoma. It's just. It's yeah. It's okay. Yeah. The part about it is, it's just strange. Where right? yes. where the rich and powerful go to misbehave. Oh, what? Bohemian Grove. Okay. What? Yeah. Look at this. Okay. So there's a picture here, and at Owl's Nest Camp, around the table from left to right, Preston Hotkish, Ronald Reagan, Harvey Hancock, Richard Nixon, Glenn T. Seaborg, Jack Sparks, Kevin Zinter. And Edwin W. Pauly. These are all like Secretive. super duper important. You know, I mean, there's two presidents there and um, very, very rich people. And this is this is north of San Francisco. A San Francisco it's an based all, private all club. male membership. It's, it looks like it's it's a secret campground in the Redwoods somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, former U.S. President Herbert Hoover was inducted into the old guard in 1953. He joined the club exactly 40 years prior so I, I think the weirdest part of this is the tra- like the symbols and the traditions and stuff. Yeah. Whoa! It says guests are welcome, but women and minors must vacate the premises at night. Dude, they're Ooh. sexist. I can't believe that. How- A hollow That's concrete horrible. owl towers over the grove's artificial lake, where prominent individuals often visit to give lakeside talks. Dude, I want to know. Okay. This week, I've had literally nothing to do. I would literally just search up all this stuff because this is really interesting. Dude, give me your phone have, number after this. I'll send you yes, some stuff. Give, dude, oh, dude, send me everything. Like this kind of stuff I, I want to read into. Yeah, look at that owl, dude. That's freaking weird, bro. Yeah, no. The whole thing's just very strange. The private which... gentleman. It goes back to the private gentleman's club, 1872 in San Francisco. This is a long time that that's been there. Yeah. Wh- it, but what are how, they doing? So why are they have there? People why go found, to San Francisco? People like have this? found this place. Guests why go are to Francisco, welcome. Francisco in the first place. So yeah, guests exactly. are welcome, but you have to ooh, you have to vacate the premises at night. That's that's weird. Uh okay. There's some like classics here, yes. you know, that we gotta get to. Um Moon Landing. Yeah, we already covered that, I think. We did? While you were researching something earlier. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're done with that. 9-11. This, okay, yeah. This one gets, okay, my, okay. I have a conspiracy. So on the conspiracy theories, why it won't go for, I'll can, just intro. Can I say one last thing on the Bohemian? Yeah. Okay, it says, the motto of the Bohemian Club is, weaving spiders come not here. Spooky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, continue. Last, weaving spiders uh, okay. come not here. That's semester. scary. Okay, the 9-11 stuff. Maybe we should save one, this for like senior October. 9-11. Senior October. Maybe maybe my senior year we do a Halloween episode of the podcast. We could do that. Let's yeah. do it. And then we just do all the spookiest I ones. can prepare a lot more. Like Okay. But did you want to save 9-11 for a different one or can we... Maybe. Okay, let me just introduce the... Okay, you, the you, one, you the one conspiracy regarding it that actually is... You can actually just look up and verify it is... The money stuff because the insurance policy that was taken out on both towers. So you have both towers, and I mean, one of the also facts of it was both towers were sinking to some degree because the the foundation and how it was kind of made this very just like block where it's just going straight up and down. It didn't really work with the soil underneath in Manhattan, and so it was actually tilting a little bit and then sinking a little bit. Um. So, anyways, and this was. 
so it, obviously in 1993 you had the the attempted bombing and and you also had the Kenyan bombing uh in one of the like so with Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda and all that stuff well anyways the year uh I believe it was in 2000 um the guy who owned the Twin Towers and it was just one guy basically went ahead and took out uh like basically terrorist insurance <laughs> which is weird what? to say but it, it's a version of insurance like the original like is there even insurance such a thing? you need on on the uh the building it doesn't it wouldn't include something like a terrorist attack during so during like a was it because of like the height and the prominence of the building you know it's the tall well no empire state building's taller right during i don't know i'm not sure maybe. it was just two big towers and so people were probably freaked out that there might be a terrorist attack is yeah. there such thing as terrorist insurance? So, so yeah, Larry Larry A. Silverstein. Uh, he he's the guy who owned the Twin Towers, and he owned both the properties. They were kind of sinking already, and the same. And I'm pretty sure the year before, uh, 2001, so it's 2000, he took out two separate policies on for terrorist attacks on the Twin Towers. Is this conspiracy or this real? No, this is real. Oh, yeah, this yeah. Is real? Okay. So he took out these huge policies. And, um, yeah, he, he <laughs> so he bought, okay. Yeah. He, he bought it in 1980, put it in a bid, put it up for lease in 2000. And so, so Silverstein won the bid. He signed the lease on July 24th, 2001. And after the attacks, Silverstein declared he wanted to rebuild, but his insurers and him became um, got into a multi-year dispute over whether the attacks had constituted one event or two events under the terms of the insurance policy, which provided for a maximum of $3.55 billion coverage per event. So what Silverstein and his, um, his lawyers were arguing, and this is for like billions of dollars, was that the two attacks, sorry, that the two planes represented two separate attacks and therefore would represent seven billion dollars in damages rather than the 3.5 that would have insured one of them for a terrorist attack they were arguing whether to take out uh, so the so the insurance policy was hey if there's a terrorist attack then you owe us 3.5 billion dollars you know for one event of a terrorist attack but there were but silverstein and his lawyers argued there were two attacks because there was two planes that came even though it constituted one attack they argued this after the attack yep Yep, oh, and okay. so in 2007, a settlement was reached at 4.55 billion dollars. So, and then you know they they you know went on to rebuild and all this type of stuff. the The thing that's that's a little you know suspect of yeah. the whole thing is the insurance policy. Okay, and so also just the fact even... that the buildings were were leaning and all that stuff. You could just say, okay, well, he got lucky with an insurance policy that covered the terrorist attacks. And is there even such thing as a terrorist attacks policy? A terrorist yeah, attack? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what the insurers were were. Can anybody all get that? On. There's um, such thing as a terrorist okay. insurance policy. But that's one. That's that's one element in a very wide swath. You know, elements of a thing. You know, like okay, so there's the part like did did the United States know about the the attacks before they happened? That's one part of this story. Another part of the story is. Um, Okay, did they know about them beforehand? Was it Yeah, I mean that's that's the biggest one. Is did the US basically allow it to happen? Some elements of the government didn't correspond with each other. Also, oh, I remember Building 9. Do you know about 
What's building nine? Tower nine. Like, so is that in New York? Do you, why? Why it's giving me a weird look here? Do you know this one? <laughs> no. Yay. No. Yes. Okay. He's looking squeamish. Shoot, okay. he, so there where? was a there was a uh, controlled demolition of building nine, which was around like so. It wasn't just the twin towers. There were also a, like a series of buildings that represented the World Trade Center and this oh, kind just, of weird thing. Just around the around the yeah. two towers. So they actually demolished one of the buildings in a controlled demolition and all this type of stuff. And that was before the attacks. And then you had the attacks. And I don't know how it relates. This wasn't necessarily about building nines. There's something else. I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay. Okay. So wait. What's the, what's the dem? What are, you, what are you talking about? The demolition. What do you mean? I I just know they demolished. They, it. they just no. demolished a building. I, Next three, to the twin three towers, conspiracies, three questions. Let's get around it, okay? Insurance policy taken out very recently beforehand. They had already done a controlled demolition on a building far smaller, but what, what was the purpose of the controlled demolition? To build another building, basically. So they just destroyed so they blew it, it up, and yeah, then, and then like collapsed in a pancake. They like cut off the area. Well, it is that it, I get. How okay, that's and then the last one is all the surrounding stuff regarding like. You know, what did the American government know regarding Al Qaeda in the United States? Did they know anything about the attacks beforehand? Did they, did they have any inkling that there would be an attack at September 11th? If they had any inkling they did, then there's some type of guilt implied that they, you know, correspond. Did, did we know that? Did we, do we know? Why, if, we have to talk. Please. No. Oh, oh did, as much as you're willing. I just have a question. After, I just have a question. After. after do, do we know? Our listeners. Do we know? Hold on. Does anybody know? Does anybody know if, in fact, somebody knew that the nine eleven was going to happen? Do we know if anybody actually knew that? Uh, it's true. Not. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't think the I don't I think s- the U.S. government would. I doubt it. Would kill two thousand, three thousand yeah. innocent citizens. That's, that's, it seems very unlikely. Have yeah, you that doesn't okay? Make sense. Have you heard of the? Um, ugh. What's it? What's it called? Um, something papers where they they basically talked about um, staging a blowing up a plane that was a, an American plane going to you know about this right? Northwoods, Northwoods. Operation Northwoods. Yeah, yeah. So Operation Northwoods was uh, a series of proposals. Wasn't this in given World War by II? The, this was no. This was yeah. Cold War. This false is Cuban. flag attacks on false flag attacks on American citizens. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. So false flag attack is where you're trying to go to war with another country. So you you're like, trying to find a justify. You sink your own ship. To, you know. You What's try. Uh, <laughs> Bridget and I are involved in one of those. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're doing a false flag attack against the. Uh, Against the, the trads and the charismatics. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> on campus. Yeah. Trad is bad and charismatic is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's a false flag. So you're trying to go to war with an enemy. You basically blow up your own plane or blow up your own ship and blame it at the, on and the other to, guys. And so then justification. justify a war. Yeah. Justify and then a war. unify your people by giving them a common enemy. Yep. So Operation Northwoods was submitted by the U.S. General Chief of Staff and uh, like the, the, the Chief of Staff for... Kennedy was basically Kennedy they, just said they, no, right? All of Kennedy's generals basically saw Cuba as being it being a beneficial war to just go like ahead and business. deal with, deal with war Cuba. is a racket. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, that's what they were thinking. There's no way we need Cuba to have missiles there. We, no, no, we you know have this communist regime, this in that Russia has so close to us. So what we need to do is stage a false flag attack. Now, Kennedy at this point was already very critical of his generals because they had led him into the Bay of Pigs fiasco. And because of that, Kennedy mistrusted his generals, the CIA, other people, 
that gets into possibly what was why the he was Bay killed. of Pigs again? Uh, it was where they a- uh they uh, how do I summarize it? They, was it a battle? They brought in Cuban nationals to like start a rebellion. I'm pretty sure. Isn't that right? Am I have I no wrong? idea. Okay, I'm pretty sure they brought in like Cuban people from outside to like stage a rebellion, but it was actually a CIA push. But they got like annihilated, and so and it Who was got revealed annihilated? the the so-called rebellion, which really wasn't a rebellion. It was like a staged rebellion that the CIA and the U.S. government. So had the did. CIA annihilated and it was at the Bay itself. Of Pigs. And then it got revealed that Kennedy had like basically was behind, you know, the president and the U.S. government was behind this Bay of Pigs thing. And it was called a Bay of Pigs fiasco. And it was the plot by some of the generals. If I butchered that, I'm sorry, but that's what I remembered from it. Okay, so getting back to Kennedy and the chief of staff. So they had had come up with this proposal list of all these different ways they could get into war with Cuba. It talked all about Cuba. One of the proposals for it, which is pretty wild, uh. One of the proposals was to fill a plane with American citizens going somewhere close to Cuba. No, no, no. With the explicit destination of going to Cuba and have it be blown up by an aircraft or be blown up by like a Cuban terrorist on board and uh, then go to war with Cuba. They actually proposed to have American citizens on a plane that they blow up for the sake of going to war with Cuba. You know, that's the one thing that... No, no, Kennedy yeah. rejected it, but just the fact that they legitimately proposed, proposed it as an that, option yeah. also fuels the fire of... Of, yeah, the 9-11 thing, I guess. Because after 9-11, it was almost a universal justification for, like, up until literally last year to the, be in the, the Middle East. Yeah. The war on terror, which funded Halliburton and all these major oil companies and... Made the and Kellogg even like all, all these just <laughs> random ass. Kellogg made billions of dollars off of feeding U.S. Army in the Middle East, <laughs> billions just from like shipping them food and crap. You know, also all the defense contractors, Lockheed Martin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and all the generals. And 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 uh, if you look into like uh, who was Bush's Dick Cheney, like Dick Cheney after he <laughs> was vice president became the CEO of Halliburton, which is one of like the biggest conglomerate oil companies. And he was one of the major ones to push us in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan and all these other places. Anyway, so so basically the U.S. government got carte blanche to do whatever they wanted in the Middle East based on 9-11. So all this proves nothing. But, <laughs> you know, that... Okay, let's just recap. Um, the fact that Operation Northwoods was a genuine proposal in the 60s of blowing up a plane and that that was proposed by the U.S. government at the time uh, the fact that Larry Silverstein and the people who actually were wealthy had massive insurance policies out on a building that actually probably needed to be demolished within the next 20, 25 years anyways. Also, the fact that it gave a carte blanche, go to the Middle East, do whatever the hell you want, make people massively wealthy, and basically be there for the next 20 years. And the fact that all four planes were able to like go everywhere. Uh, all four planes were able to both be hijacked and U.S. planes didn't shoot them down before they got there. All of that corroborates to not make a conclusion. And that's where conspiracies like end is where you you get a, a series of facts that either make a justification for a side or they don't. And that's where like. That's where I'm going to leave that part of it. <laughs> that's weird. <clears throat> well, you know, the thing that. 
Sorry, what I've ranted. But oh, no, that's good. Something that's that fun. fuels conspiracy theories is imagination, right? There's made up conspiracy, like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's either made up or it's real, right? There are some things that are real, like the um, Heaven's Gate, like that was real. That happened. People died. You know, they. And it's kind of like, okay, well, this is the stuff that fuels the fire is people are curious. Yes. And when people become curious, that is a breeding ground for more con- more conspiracies because people all of a sudden get the idea now, oh, this is attractive, right? A lot of this is all BS, but this is attractive. So let's do something about it. Now, those people that do that probably aren't as crazy as killing 39 people in the San Diego home. Like that to me is wild. I don't think a lot of people go that far, but imagination is the breeding ground for yeah. all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. A good example of imagination at work. Um, there is another thing from the, two, uh, the iceberg um, titled LA oil rigs. Um, basically in Los Angeles, um, the port of LA thing. Uh, or no, no, not no. that. Uh, so basically in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, there's a lot of oil rigs. Um, but the problem of having a lot of oil rigs is that, a lot of people do not want their houses to be next to something as unsightly as an oil rig. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, I guess the people who own the oil rigs build fake houses around the oil rigs, like just like big, fake buildings and houses and stuff. So that way, uh, the property prices around the oil rigs don't go down. Um, That's but, funny. But there's some theories around because, like, yeah, because there's like fake buildings that just house oil rigs and stuff. Um, <laughs> That's, that's crazy that doesn't make any imagine sense imagine building an oil rig and you're like okay now we need to build a bunch of houses around <laughs> it to make it look like it's not an oil rig <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, that's about that's as far as that one goes okay. but <laughs> it's an example that's of imagination at work um, okay operation paperclip or project paperclip um, I, so I know some of this too but I think you know more than me um, oh really I don't really I don't know. know. This is this is literally. These are all these Alex Jones, Joe Rogan ones. This at least for me. Stuff like I was talking about the horror club. Um, this is like stuff I might mention, like because basically there's gonna be like hour long lectures about different stuff. So stuff to look into. A lot of it, like um, the Wendigo thing, that's in our form. Of, I guess more mental psychosis. Um, but we can go on paperclip for a bit. I, I, okay, it'll be you. There's not there's not I, a lot to it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, right, Kellen, you might have known this too, but. After World War II, there was a rat race to to figure out who can basically hire the Nazi scientists first because the Nazi scientists were like really good at what they did, which is I don't know build like rockets. Well, they and also crap. had Nazis. Well, well because Nazis was, were the best in engineering. They had like the best trying, tanks yeah. and things like this. Because everyone was trying to make the the best bomb because that was going to be the the huge thing, right? So everyone was trying to hire the the Nazi scientists because they were the ones who invented who did the V two rockets and all that type of stuff. Because they're they were going to you know make the nuke, and then use it as a rocket, and that was the whole V two project to then nuke you know the United States, nuke Britain, nuke all these type of places, and then we you know made the bomb first, right? But there's a rat race: who's going to hire the Nazi scientists first to get them on their team? Operation Paperclip. We basically instead of sending the scientists to the Nuremberg trials and hanging them, or sending thing you know to to war crimes, we just were like, hey. We want you to move to Arizona <laughs> and start working on what? the Manhattan Project, you know, which is now just, you know. And so tons of them went to Berkeley. Tons of them went to uh, Arizona. And a lot of them went to Texas. Um, all these places were, and it was called Operation Paperclip because it wasn't supposed to be like a public thing that 
hey, we just invited lots and lots of Nazis, like literal Nazi scientists to and just come to the U.S. we're shielding them from any harm that might come about from their actions. Yep. Yep. And so a number of them went to, you know, got recruited to Russia as well. And What the heck? Yep. And so you, uh, uh, what is it, Werner von Braun, who was very instrumental. He was one of the instrumental guys for making the space program and like, in you know, making the, the rocket to go up to space and stuff. Uh, Nazi, straight up Nazi. And he, he was there at the rocket launch. He actually was sitting next to Lyndon B. Johnson at one of the like rocket launches. And he was verifiable Nazi the whole time from like 30, like from like early on, like 35 or something like that, all the way up until, um, the end of the Nazis in the 1945. Yeah. This is one of the ones where it's like, it's not a conspiracy theory. No, it's just reality. It's the point where like they even like directly reference it. It's a plot point of like, the Captain America movie, The Winter Soldier. Those are the Nazi oh, yeah. scientists is the AI. Um, and they have to go find him because he got recruited via or via uh, Project Paperclip. And then that's the whole plot of that movie. Um, uh, yep. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's one of those where it's like if the US government was actively trying to hide it, plausible deniability and all that stuff. So, uh, okay, maybe a, an interesting exercise. If you were trying, if the US government, if it was politically relevant, the fact that they like... If they actually recruited Nazis, it would somehow cast the U.S. government in a doubtful How light. How could they possibly do that? Recruit Nazis? Come they on. did it. They literally they did, did it. I know. I mean, that's, it's, that's isn't, that, isn't that crazy? I mean, it's like, why would you do that? If you, you were that? trying to hide that, right? If you were going to try and hide that, I mean, you could do stuff like rewrite their past. Basically say everyone that came over here, they weren't Nazis. They actually were here way before them. And you like fake birth certificates or you yeah. fake something like that. Like, it, it's a nice, it would be a nice imaginative exercise to like, if you're the U.S. government and you have the means to do so to deceive the public about something that's politically relevant, um, and for example, recruiting Nazis to be your main scientist, like right, like now, it's like, yeah, well, they did it, but it's not like a huge deal. Like, it's not going to ruin your, the credibility of the U.S. government in your eyes, right? You're oh, not going to really? want to overthrow. I mean, it's already pretty low <laughs> to, to begin with, but um, if it became... So I think the JFK stuff is like that, where it's of such a magnitude that if the U.S. government actually admitted they played a role in killing their own president, like that, and that's why Joe Biden didn't, you know, release the uh, the extra stuff. It's like it's still politically relevant. So the the role of information in empires is what's at stake here, because there's information that could make you doubt the very foundation of like what's happening there. Um, Do you think that the United States government is corrupt? Do you think that there's more corrupt people than uncorrupt people in the United States government? Uh, what? That's a hard question. Um, do you think that well, there's? Do you think that there's re- legitimately? Because I feel like it's a corrupt as a politician. It's kind of like in the title. Um, okay. Seriously corrupt. Like could be plotting dangerous things. Because uh, we've seen that before in our government. If clearly I'm, Project North, whatever Northwood, if, something yeah, Operation Northwood, Operation Northwood. If that was true, um, I feel like we would know by now because they probably would have done something. Um, but but we've had significant events happen, like nine eleven and other things, where people are like, nobody's immediately going to think that the United States did this. Nobody would. I don't think people would think that. But you let ten years go by. You know, let, let another 10 years go by. Now it's 2021. Now it's 2022. It's like people will start thinking about that now because we can say it was a terrorist, 
but nobody survived those attacks. Mm. Nobody survived. So that's going to start causing doubt, right? Do you think that there's more seriously corrupt people than in uncorrupt people in the government? Um, and I guess if that were, sorry to keep, uh, yeah. but I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I guess if that was true, then we wouldn't be living in a good society today. Right. Yeah. And so the fact that we are living in a good society is probably saying that it's the other way around, but yeah. Bridget, you have something to say. <laughs> Speak Bridget. Um, I mean, I guess you're the definition. A lot of it's like we live in a good, good society. And then like, um, but we live in a good society. All right. So <laughs> as Americans, we live in a good society um, compared to other societies. Um, I mean, realistically, I, this is something we've talked about in honors and everything. It's like in the beginning, like, like half the people were like, oh, monarch or Catholic monarchy is the way to go, guys. Um, and then they real, I mean, ultimately, no government, no government, governmental system um, is perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and currently, all the evidence seems to point to capitalism being like the republic and capital, or whatever we have as America. Um, a democratic republic uh, using capitalism is the the best the least like horrible consequences um, and like the best like f most people are free to do whatever they want or, like become whatever they want that's the American dream so what do you think Carl no I'm, <laughs> no I'm kidding no I think that's that's fair yeah it's a fair point yeah, it feels ominous like he's staring <laughs> yeah. at me but for our listeners we have uh, a Poster cut out of Karl Marx on the side. No <laughs> <laughs> man's got drip, you know. He's he's dressed well, <laughs> the beard and everything. Anyways, yeah. no, yeah. Uh, did you have extra point on that? So you okay? So we have a a pretty st solid, stable society. Um, yeah, and it feels like ultimately, um, human. This is a problem with like I guess this is like the reason communism and socialism won't work. Um despite um, people claiming it's never been tried, even though it has. Um, it's human... Doing that assumes that humans aren't inherently bad, um, when the truth is that we all have concupiscence and everyone makes mistakes and power corrupts. Um, so basically, if you put one person in charge of said um, thing where everyone... And we distribute wealth, um, the people in charge are going to want more because they have the power to get more and they're going to take more and then they're going to live. We're going to have a North Korea situation. We have a dictator and then a bunch of people who live in squalor. Um, and you can't really avoid that. Um, you can't avoid uh, people in power kind of getting corrupted by it. I think, um, especially when there's such a big diversity, like such a giant country like America. Um, you see so many people in it that, it's inevitable that there's going to be corruption in it. Um, Do you not, think that a capitalistic society is an easier way of allowing corruption than opposed to than opposed to communism? Uh, no. Okay, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It just seems like I'll just end with this. It just seems like that nobody will ever know. That's the thing. Is yeah. the only way we will know is if there's some bad event that happens. So I don't know. But that's my thoughts on that. Maybe I could go to a different one. Uh, MK Ultra. 
Mm. I know nothing about this. I don't even know what the Dude, word it, means. That that's is like every page in that book filled. Yeah. With by the way, for you're a scientist. Why it just has this like list of just words <laughs> that just are are <laughs> whole conspiracies in and of themselves. You're picking like the big the big ones that like I don't know too much about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I know I stole MK your book. Ultra, from it was like government. Um. I'm butchering this probably, but it was like government tests of like uh, the effect of like LSD and a, like brainwashing <gasps> and stuff. Okay. Um, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I've, I've also heard of the uh, infecting black people with syphilis. Did you hear about this <sighs> stuff in Louisiana and stuff? What? You heard about this? I don't. Also CIA uh, thing where they were they were literally. It's been revealed that there was a, a point in time. I think it was in the 50s where. Um, they would purposely, they would say you're getting a vaccine for syphilis, but they would just infect you with syphilis and do experiments on you, basically. Come yeah. on, was that real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look real? it up. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but MK Ultra's, um, uh, yeah, syphilis. I don't even know how to spell syphilis. It's crazy. Um, We can't have dead air. <laughs> We're all looking <laughs> up. <outside. laughs> no. Okay, here it is. The Tuskegee Syphilis Study in 1930 was a study conducted between 1932 and 1972 by the United States Public Health Service and CDC on a group of nearly 400 African Americans with syphilis. The purpose of the study was to observe the effects of the disease when untreated. What the fuck? Hold on, say that again. The, the purpose of the study was to observe the effects of the disease when untreated. So they inf- they purposely inf- infected the CDC and the Public Health Service Administration over the course of like 40 years infected 400 black people with syphilis on purpose. Why? The purpose of the study was to observe the effects of the disease when untreated. Though by the end oh of the study, gosh, medical advancements so meant it was entirely treatable, the men were not informed of the nature of the experiment, and more than 100 died as a result. Oh, my gosh. So Funded they, by the U.S. Public Health Service. Come on. And that, it was in it was in Tuskegee. It was in coordination with Tuskegee University, which is a historically black college in Alabama. Yeah, Tuskegee, yeah. Investigators enrolled a total of 600 impoverished African-American sharecroppers from Macon County, uh, Alabama. Did they, the United States really did this? Of these, 399 men had latent syphilis with a control group of 201 men that were not in, infected. As an incentive, the men were promised free health care. Well, what? That's so bad. What? <laughs> While the men were provided with both medical and mental care that they otherwise would not have received, How about a mil- they were $10 million dollars the each. <laughs> they were deceived by the PHS who never informed them of their syphilis diagnosis and provided disguised placebos ineffective methods and diagnostic procedures as treatment for black, bad blood. Are you- the men were initially told that the experiment was only going to last six months, but it was extended to 40 years. After funding for treatment was lost, the study was continued without informing the men that they were never to be treated. None of the infected men were treated with penicillin, despite the fact that by 1947, the antibiotic was widely available and had become the standard treatment for syphilis. So they basically were like, Hey, we're never going to tell you they have syphilis. Imagine being an, a doctor who does that, like with the public health service. That's like, just wrong. hey, we got all these, you know, black men who are sharecroppers who won't know better and they're not going to sue us later on. And we're just going to let them have their syphilis case and not tell them and not treat them, even though you have penicillin. Anyways. 
to me, that's that's it's for public health, you know. Gosh. Anyways, okay. Yeah. That MK Ultra. Jeez. Um. Yeah. I don't really know too much about it. Um. Well, what was well, it like? A... It just, it was a experiments by, I guess, the government uh, that underlines some stuff I know. More Got about. it. Okay. Um, but uh, a lot of it was just like experiments to like what LSD does to people. So like they put people on a lot of drugs. It was basically the government was giving people a people lot just of go drugs. insane, or because it's psychedelic, yeah. right? So yeah. it just kind of makes you go insane. People were given a lot of drugs. Um, but that was pretty much a lot of it. And it was like seeing like the malleability of the human mind is like, can we make people do stuff? Um, can mm, we control okay. the population? Mm. Mm. Skinwalkers. Skinwalkers. Skinwalker Canyon? That uh, place in Arizona? Skinwalker Ranch. And ran- that's in eastern oh, Utah. I heard about this. I know. Yeah. I, I watched the Mr. Ballin on that. That's on freaky. Skinwalker Ranch? Oh, yeah. that's freaky. Okay, so tell us about it. Skinwalkers. I've heard of it, but not. They're, um, if you've been online recently, um, they were kind of a big thing recently. Um, and it's kind of great. Uh, it's only in Utah, right? On, only in that well, ranch? No. No. Skinwalkers, I believe it's it's Native American folklore. Um and it's basically Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's kind of in a similar vein to werewolves, except like they're they're creatures that or they're like humans who can turn into creatures. Um they kind of like and they're called skinwalkers because like they turn into humans and they have skin and they walk Jeez. and they turn into creatures. Um so like the uh, the funny thing is like oh all the memes are like me like the skinwalker has like a picture of a deer like on its hind legs outside your house or something. Oh gosh. I mean it's freaky. Uh it's a lot of stuff like that. It's kinda like there's because it blew up recently, there's a lot of really funny memes about it. Um but it's like an our schizophrenia type thing where it's like mm. uh the mailman outside's a skinwalker. I can get my shotgun. Uh Post Malone went to Skinwalker Ranch oh my God. and checked it out. Yeah. But uh, every what I saw was I just watched the Mr. Ball and you should watch it because it's, it's really interesting, but basically like some people bought the ranch and then they left and then because of everything that happened there and then new people came in and they were all excited and everything. Then slowly all the bad stuff started to happen right when they got there, they went inside the house and they noticed that every single door had like five locks on it inside and out. Mm-hmm. Every window was like nailed down. You're like, what the hell is going on here? Is there some some people invading in this land that you don't know about? They come out at night, but that was one of the things. But it, it was it's really freaky. Like I I want to go there so bad. Like when I drive across the United States, I should have stopped there. It's like in eastern Utah. It's a ranch. It's that stuff's freaky. Yeah, that's really freaky. There's a lot of weird stuff. Like they see lights out in the distance at night. There's an entire subreddit about just yeah. Skinwalker Ranch. Um. This guy really? that lived there, like, sent, he was so freaked out. He sent his dogs out without even coming with them. And he's the next day went by and there was just like a pile of ashes of his dog. Like oh that, my gosh. It's really freaky. Like that, that story actually freaked me out. Mm. Like it's really freaky. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing about a lot of these. I kind of, or I thought about right now. It's the, yep. the ability to like use these. We'll close here. Yep. Maybe it's like the interesting part to me, but it's like, you can use these in like fiction and like, it's just such a great concept. Um, yeah. Right. Like it's, 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 it's where like, like story and reality are kind of like at odds with each other a little bit. And so it makes for great fiction. Cause you're just like, well, what if it really was, you know, the, cause it, it's plausible, right? Yeah. It's plausible that the myth could actually it be is. real. It, it's wild. How like the scale that, conspiracies go from like folklore where you have like kind of like Bigfoot and like Nessie, all these type of stuff. Yeah. Stuff. But on the other end, you have just like straight up government 
agent type of things yeah. where CIA plots. Yeah. But we all classify them in some ways. Well, you know, conspiracy seems less to fit with Bigfoot and more with like government things to my mind. Uh, you know, the Bigfoot stuff is like, did you see a Bigfoot out there? You know, it's not like there's some Bigfoot plotting against you, you know, yeah. that type of stuff. But it's it's almost like, do you trust the world that you see? You know, I, I love how you pointed to Descartes because yeah. it's like, do you trust the world it's around like you? Your mind could be lying to you. Yeah, could be. What's not lying to you? The Colin and Alex show. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. You oh guys. my Seriously. gosh. And we're going to have you on again sometime this semester. This was sure. a wild there's, ride there's of a podcast. There's so much Holy more to talk about. Folks. Yeah. There's, so, there's so much more like, like even like the stuff I underlined that like I could go, I could go on about. Good. I'll, I'll prepare well, part more. Two, man. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. Maybe Bridget. I'll, I'll get Bridget to read some stuff too before we go on. Okay. Well, sounds I'll good. I'll read up some stuff too and we'll, we'll all be prepared. This has been one of my favorites. With all this kind this of is stuff. like, the this nice is thing our about, 69th episode. Yeah. This has been one of my favorites. This is the, <laughs> for me. And the nice thing about our show is like, we could just talk and talk and not really get anywhere. Yeah. And let alone have like good content. This was really crazy. T- it goes like, by so way. fast. I'm going to listen yeah. to this again because there are so many different ones we were hitting on. You I'll know, send, I'll send it's you, like, almost like a compendium yeah. of like cool conspiracy theories, just this podcast. Like, I'm sure people are going to, you know, if you listen to this, you're going to go off and go look into one who, of them. Who else was big on conspiracies? Was it Jerry? Jerry O'Rourke. No, Jerry, Jerry. That's right. Oh, Jerry. Jerry. I know Jerry. Oh, oh Jerry. Jerry. He came on the podcast. He's a great friend of my brother, Ethan. We should get Jerry's got some good stuff on conspiracies. It's a great episode. It's just called Cults, Conspiracies, and Flat Earth. I was going over stuff. I was telling Jerry about stuff before he went on. Really? Because I knew he was going on a podcast. He's telling me. I was like, I, I was on Discord of him, like telling him all these conspiracy theories. Yeah, Jerry, well, let's great get guy, Jerry, Jerry on with all of us here. That'd too. be crazy. That'd He's be in Pittsburgh, nuts. But yeah, yeah, that would be cool. That's gonna wrap it up for us, the Colin Alex Show. Wyatt, thanks for coming on the podcast, Bridget. Thanks for sitting in, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace, peace. If there's a Christian religion, then it's Catholicism or nothing. What politics actually is art of people living together, orienting one another towards virtue. And the person was like, dude, flirting is the abortion of love. This is the most worthy, most exciting, most adventurous. Drop a nuke uh, on the Franciscan bubble. The Kellen and Alex Show. God could have stopped it. If he Permissive wanted. will. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why God would allow something like that to go through, but then again, God allows. God allows you to go to... on and on. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Truth, okay. <laughs>